Hey everyone, welcome to Jay's Recipe for Success. Uh, it is an amazing Friday and we are live this morning on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We have made the big times. We're on LinkedIn now. Um, and so I just want to say that, um, you know, I just love being here with all of you and with our guests and, and hearing all about their journey uh, to success and the ingredients that made them uh, help them to get where they get to. Um, and I love that our students get to hear from some of uh, our most amazing leaders within the community. Today's guest is someone I met several years ago and she is uh, just making it happen over at there at Walgreens. And so this morning, it's my pleasure to welcome Georgia Lahosky, who is the Region Healthcare Pharmacy Director for Walgreens. And so welcome, good morning, Georgia. Thank you, Laurie. Good morning. How are you? I am good. I see some happy behind you. Was happy you birthday. just had a birthday? You and I are Libra. Yeah, I've been celebrating all week. <laughs> so I was Tuesday, and I'm still celebrating. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yep, you and I are Libra buddies. So that's, that's why great. you. I always get along well with Libras. You know. <laughs> that's fantastic. So thank you so much for being here. I know it took us a little while to get this. Um, a schedule, but just share with, with the audience a little bit more about your position, where the regions, because you cover a really pretty big area these days. Talk a little bit about your responsibilities and, and your role and the area that you cover. Sure, sure. So I've been with Walgreens for 33 years. I'm a regional healthcare director and uh, a pharmacist by trade. So I am in charge of pharmacy operations for my entire region. It goes from Tampa all the way to Puerto Rico. So I have the Keys, Miami, Broward, Palm Beach, Southwest Florida. And I pretty much run the uh, all the signature programs. I'm the corporate liaison. I work with the pharmacists. I work with a lot of different leaders in the field to make sure that we're trying to help, obviously, our patients uh, get better health and, and, and reduce that gap of care that's out there in the community. So that's what, that's what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do, and uh, I love my job. Yeah. Well, obviously, 33 years, that's a long time with one company. And so, you know, so often, you know, especially today, I think we see people jump more more often. What is it that because I think there's 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 a secret in there. Right. What is it that Walgreens does that has kept you for 33 years? Because they're doing something right. Right. So, you know, Walgreens is a, a an incredible company. It's a very stable company. We we started our first drugstore in 1901. So Charles Walgreens started the the drugstore back then, and uh, up to uh, maybe the last few years, uh, his family still worked for us. So uh, the son of uh, Charles Walgreens, great great grandson, was also still working for us. And it's been a family company for many many years, uh, and it continues to be. I mean, we try to create that family atmosphere in every region. There's 16 regions. And it's, uh, it's taking care of, the premise is caring, you know, w inspiring, winning together. But we really have that tight-knit family that really cares about folks, employees, and patients. And I, and, and I truly believe in that. And we continue to build that culture. So we're very a care culture-driven organization. That's what I can say. Yeah, obviously they take care of their people when people stay that long, right? Right. Uh, <clears throat> and so you have a lot of people to take care of and they're all spread out. And so sometimes I, I wonder if that's more of a challenge, right? When people are, I mean, your region is so big. How do you make sure that like, 
you're not there to build that culture. So how do you ensure that that in each of those stores, in each of those regions, that culture of caring carries down? So it's a it's a big focus. I my whole in my entire career, I've built I've um, I've worked on engagement uh, and and passion. And I believe the the way we can get results as a company is through engaging our employees. And that's the number one thing. So I we do a lot of engagement. I do a lot of engagement activities. So I even have Puerto Rico. So it's it, it is we have a lot of virtual meetings now, especially with COVID, not face to face. But we seem to be doing better than ever. Uh, we do a lot of contests and competitions and, uh, you know, we had a big flu shot day, I think on September 18th and we were, we were putting up displays in the stores and people were making it fun. And we, we just, and, uh, and we also were helping customers. We were giving customers the, the flu shots that they needed, educating them. And it was the, it was a record day for us and we're having another one coming up. And I, and I really those are the things that we do. We get everybody excited. We thank people. There's a lot of gratitude. There's a lot, a lot of gratitude, but it's constant phone calls, constant communication. Communication is the key. Just and, yeah. and making sure that people know that they're respected. We have a huge diverse population. And, yeah. and that's another thing that I believe in, just making sure that everybody voices their opinions uh, because everybody's opinion counts. Yeah, I love that. It does. So it's communication to them, but also them being able to communicate to all of you as well. So yes. I love that. Talk a little bit about your story. Um, I know you said that you were here for 33 years, but did you always know you wanted to be a pharmacist? Did you know that you wanted to be in healthcare? So my story, uh, my dad owned restaurants when I was a kid and I worked in the restaurants uh, when I was little. So I started at a very young age. And I really wanted to do that. It, they had a lot of fun. They worked very hard. But we had, uh, in one of our stores, uh, we had a local pharmacist that came in every day. And my dad loved him, an independent pharmacist. And he wanted me to be a pharmacist. And it was my dad's dream, really. Uh, and he actually pushed me towards the profession of pharmacy. And I started working in pharmacies at the age of 16. I started working at that local pharmacist store. And ever since then, I've been in the uh, pharmacy industry for many years uh, since I was 16. So it's it's been a great career. Then I started working for Walgreens uh, and, I, and I just I've never it's been a great journey for me. It's been I started off as a student at Walgreens for a few months, a pharmacist, a pharmacy manager, supervisor, then a direct, you know, director of pharmacy and now running the entire region, which is almost 600 stores. So wow. it's been a great career. And I, to this day, I, I say, if I were to ever step down out of the position that I'm in, I would love to go back to a store and be a pharmacist. It would, it wow. wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't miss a beat. I love it. Good for you. Yeah. You like being on the front lines. Right. <laughs> Me too. I, I, I agree with you. And that sometimes I think, you know, we spend so much time as leaders, you know, with more of the administrative and the people engagement and those things you talked about that we don't get to be on the front lines, right? And do the actual work that you were trained to do. Um, and so getting back to that, I think is always a good thing. In your, your bio, you talk about um, mentoring. Um, and I, I love that. Um, and so talk a little bit about before, before you talk about, and I know you're involved in women's uh, leadership groups and, and other leadership initiatives, but talk a little about who were the mentors in your life, right? What, what made you realize, because sometimes, you know, often we look and we say, wow, look, these are the people that influenced my life and I need to pay it forward right to the next one. Who was it in your life? 
Oh, I had multiple, I had multiple mentors, but I, I, you know, my, I had a one mentor that was, uh, he just retired a few years ago and he, he was, uh, he, he was with the company for 40 years. So he made me see the light because I, I was a supervisor for a while and, uh, I was very happy where I was at. And he said, you know, you need to move forward. You need to make a difference with a lot of, with more people. Uh, and you know, I, I, w I didn't see it at the time. I said, I was happy with my 45 stores and, uh, he started, you know, working with me and talking to me and, and helping me gain more confidence, uh, to be able to do something bigger, uh, and to be able to understand that, um, it, I can make a difference, uh, in a larger scale. His name is Roy and he just, he took me under his wing. He, he, what he taught me was not, he didn't really teach me pharmacy, but he taught me the business operation. And he also taught me how to give back, like do a better job, how to use the platform that I have as a leader to be able to give back to the community, which, yeah. you know, I was always involved with charity and organizations. And I, I am now the CSR champion of our region, but he uh, may was able to help me in a bigger way to be able to connect with folks outside of my organization and work with a lot of different teams to be able to build goodwill and, and across, across the community. So yeah. I've been doing that. As you know, I, I do that a lot, not only with yeah. elevating women in the workplace, but also helping different charity organizations and, and giving, um, giving back and raising funds. Yes. Yes. And thank you. You just recently helped Junior Achievement in our Books, Bucks and Backpacks campaign to get financial literacy, health literacy and reading literacy out to our families in our low income zip code. So thank you so much for that support. Um, and it was a great match because... Again, you know, I don't know that people realize sometimes because you think, okay, financial literacy is over here, health literacy is over here. Well, guess what? They're so connected because if people can't afford healthcare insurance, right, and they can't afford the proper insurance uh, and healthcare services, then you know we have bigger problems, uh, healthcare absolutely. problems. Absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of these, and a lot of these organizations, of course, you know, need the money for uh, research. But they also need it for, you know, people use it for financial assistance to be able to pay for the medications they can't afford. Exactly. Uh, and, it, and again, it's, it's, it makes a big difference in people's lives. Yeah. And we want our kids to know that. We want them to understand from an early age, which is why in Finance Park, right, they go through and they're doing their budget. Well, guess what? Part of their budget is health insurance. Part of their budget might be medication. What are you going to do if you get sick? And so teaching them to prepare for all of that so that they're not, you know, they don't fall into healthcare hardship, right? In a sense. Exactly. Um, I love that you talked about the mentors and you mentioned that Roy helped you build your confidence. And I think so often that's what a mentor does, right? They see things in us that we didn't see before. Does Walgreens have a mentoring program or have you started a mentoring program in your region? Uh, we do have mentoring programs. So we have a formal mentor-mentee programs. So they connect us with different people across uh, across areas. So I could, I could have a mentor. My mentor's in Arizona. I still have a mentor. And I'm a mentor for many different women, especially. So that's a formal mentor program. And we have another program where we uh, have high potential people, pharmacy managers, store managers, uh, district managers, that get together again, uh, crossing area lines, and we give them, uh, we teach them situational leadership, and you know they listen to. Uh, they have we have great speakers for them, so we we have them go through a, like a six month program. The wow. other thing is uh, locally, 
I've started a couple of mentor, mentor, mentee programs, developmental programs. One is uh, I started the chapter for women of Walgreens down here in South Florida. So we have internal uh, development for women and, uh, and we're starting it off again. Um, so every year we pick a new committee. So I have a, a new chair and a new chairwoman. So we pick a new committee. My vice president and I work together to be able to build this program. So we're excited about it. And then I have something else that I do with uh, the Healthcare Business Women Association, where we, again, take um, people in the field uh, that do have high potential, may need some branding, uh, you know, help or uh, public speaking help, you name it. And we identify what the issues are. They identify them. And then we help them grow. We pick mentors for them. We bring speakers in. We put them in programs. And that's another program that we do yearly. Yeah, so important. It really is the mentoring and the professional development. And that's what, those are the things that keep people at companies, right? Because they're helping them, we're helping them to grow and to, to like you said, build that confidence and see that there's a more of a future, just like Roy did for you. Yes. Um, you know, you talked about the women's leadership and all of that. And as a woman leader yourself, right? And a mom, right? And a wife and, and all those things. How do you know, and I, I don't really use the word balance, probably because I'm not very good at balance, um, and I'm not sure that we ever really achieve that. Um, how do you juggle it all? I think that, that's so important. And, and by the way, today, I don't think, even think that's just, just a woman thing. I think in general today, all of us are juggling a lot of different responsibilities. Um, and how do you make it all work? So we, it's, it's difficult. I have to tell you that because it's not, uh, it's, it's a problem that yes, all of us do women and men, and, and it's becoming increasingly more difficult, I believe. Uh, so that's where you need a really good support system. That's where you need to be able to reach out. So I, I have a great boss. Her name is Nivia and she's, she is, um, a woman leader. So when you have people that understand you and you work with them and you give them the feedback and they, you know, it's, the, it's all about the support system, but you have to be able to reach out. You have to be able to convey your feelings and you have to be able to work with individuals and be truthful that, hey, I may need help here. Uh, you know, uh, one of the big things is if you fail in something, it, it, that's how you learn, right? So if we, if, if your boss doesn't allow you to fail or if you are in a, in a pressure zone every day where you have to succeed every single minute of the day, it's a problem. So you yeah. do need those supportive leaders. And that's what we do. Myself and Nivia, my, my boss, we do, a, I think we do a good job trying to, you know, instill that culture that we're, we're here to help. Uh, there are going to be times where you're going to fail, but, uh, you know, we're here to support you. And if you need anything, if you need to step out, if you have an issue at home, uh, please do, you know, we, we will cover them. We will take care of them. I do that all the time. I've, I've, I've done that my entire life. I'm a big proponent of giving people second chances also. Yeah. So it's not, uh, it's, it's something I support and I understand, you know? Yeah. I used to tell my daughter, you know, if something went wrong when she was younger and I'd be like, okay, let's wipe the slate clean and tomorrow exactly. comes the day and, and let's start fresh. Right. Because need move on. you need yes. to move on from, from those when you fall, right. Or fail. Like, you know, I like to call it a falling. You, you need to say, okay, what can I learn from this? Right. And then how do I go forward? Um, right. And you're right. Giving people a chance to, to realize and to grow from that um, and support them. Um, so important. You mentioned earlier that you interned 
uh, at Walgreens. And I know obviously from experience, cause you gave Patrick his, his first opportunity to work, um, that Walgreens is very committed to helping young people develop their work skills and, and to, and, and obviously I would think that by bringing in these interns, they also then can become, you know, full-time employees. So it's a great way to build a pipeline for, for Walgreens. Talk a little bit about that. Cause with JA, you know, we have a program where the kids go through high school kids go through the training all year and then we place them in jobs during the summer. And it, we have just seen these kids, as you said, build their confidence and they're ready to go into the workforce because they have an eight month training um, and and watch them go in and be mentored and, and develop. Um, that's important to Walgreens, isn't it? Very important. Uh, they, we have a lot of students, whether it's um, whether we have students from disability school, you know, from schools from disability, where we have students from pharmacy schools, we have students from business schools. We we are we foster the growth of these students. We think it's important to to take in students, and hopefully they'll stay with us and grow with the company. We've had very many, many, many successful students become uh, go into higher levels. I had one student uh, from pharmacy school that became the president of the company, Richard Hashworth. Uh, so he just recently left after many, many years. But it's it's incredible to see the growth of these people, and we do. Another thing that we instill with our managers and our, and our pharmacy managers, we need to grow. We need to grow these students to be able to grow with us and be the best employees that they can. Because once you grow them within the corporate and within the incorporation, they now give the best care. They understand, uh, you know, that they've been given the care that they needed and they know how to give that care back to the community and to the patients. It yeah. really makes a difference. They have they have a sense of belonging, a sense of responsibility, and they really want to do a good job. And that's what we foster. And I think it, it's it goes both ways. Yeah, I, I think you're so right. And when you grow up in that environment, like that's what you want to create for, for everyone around you. You, know, you talk about your um, passion for caring for people that, that came early on. Um, and your passion, obviously, through all of the leadership things that you do for helping people to grow. Is that your why? Is that is that why you love? Because you look like you love what you do every day. Yeah. It's uh, I love what I do. Honestly, it's not easy. It's a, it, it does get difficult, but that's that's what keeps me rooted. That's what keeps me grounded. It's yeah. it's really about the people. It's helping them. You know, it's it's I feel giving back, uh, giving back to not only the community, but giving back to the employees. Uh, I, I still, you know, I understand after all these years, I do understand how they feel. They work very hard in the stores. You know, mm -hmm. I, I feel I feel for them. And I appreciate them. And there's a lot of gratitude. I have a lot of gratitude for them. So I want to do everything I can to help them and, and be able to help them grow and be able to help them feel comfortable in what they do and be able to help them learn. Uh, we have a lot of education for folks, but understand what they're going through and then be able to cater to what their needs are. I try to do that every single minute of the day. Yeah, I can I can hear it when you talk about it. You yeah. you sound passionate about it, which I love. So, what do you think? You know, I always ask somebody, and and you have some amazing ingredients that you talked about um, uh, just in our conversation today. Um, and one of the things also um, you had mentioned, I know when I first met you, we talked about travel. I know that right now we're not traveling, um, but you know, what are some of the things that you've done besides having mentors? Right. What are some of the things that you do to help yourself grow and continue to grow? Um, and I think sometimes things like travel are in there because 
you know, may not be leadership growth, but you're still growing as a person, seeing how things are done in different places. But um, so what do you do for yourself? So professionally or personally? Both. Because I think, you know, at some point, Georgia, it kind of crosses over for people like us because so much of who we are, right, is what we do because we love what we do. So I think it crosses over. So you know, two things. Professionally, I do get involved with a lot of external organizations. And, and I learn because I, after 33 years of being at Walgreens, I believe I have gone through the Walgreens University. So I need to learn from other women. I need to learn from other people and, you know, in different organizations and what their train of thought is and how they grow their own people and what they do. So I, I learn a lot from or working with health systems you name it. I work. I learn from other people and a lot of and, and a lot of other leaders outside of the company. And I transfer that knowledge back when I come back into my meetings and uh, everything else. Personally, I, you know, I it, I have three great children, and I and it's it's amazing. Uh, I just recently I won an, I was inducted into a leadership society for the pharmacy school. It was a big wow, congratulations. Yeah, on on Friday I was inducted into a, into this leadership society, and I and I told my son, "Hey, I'm being inducted. I will, I'm going to be home late on Friday. The ceremony's on Friday night. It's virtual. I would have usually brought him and the girls. The girls are in, one's in college and one's um, now graduated. But uh, he on my birthday he wrote me this my birthday card, and he said, "You know, mom, I think instead of winning all the awards that you win, I think the biggest award that they should give you is the, the award of being a mom." Cause you're the best oh. mom in the world. So, you know, that my kids teach me basically. And uh, I, I put a lot of time into my kids. I'm fortunate because my mom is still alive. She still helps me. So I'm able to do all that. If I, if I didn't have my mom, uh, it would, it's, it would have been even more difficult for me. So I, I'm very fortunate and that's how I'm able to grow. And I, I just value everything that they do. I try to do, you know, he's my son, my son plays soccer. I try to be at every soccer game. Fortunately, they're on the weekends, so it's uh, it's something that I do, and I and I grow with them. I learn. Yeah, I'm a sponge. And you know, as you said earlier, you know, as a woman leader, especially, I think you know when your employees come to you. I mean, I remember when I when I went back into the workforce after staying at home with the kids for a little bit. Um, you know, I still wanted to be at every game that my daughter played, and mo- a lot of times they weren't on the weekends; they were during the week because it was her school team. And you know what, having that flexibility and just saying, you know, you need to get the job done. And so, and arranging your schedule, right. So that you can do that, but having people that you work with who can, who will be that flexible to allow you to be there for your family is so important. So important. Um, And I know that that's a focus for us too. Yeah. And it's very important. I mean, you can't, it it doesn't, it's not always a hundred percent perfect. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely is important. And as I grow older, obviously, I try to teach that to my people yeah. because in the beginning I wasn't like that. I was, you know, go, go, go. And I'm still go, go, go. But we have to take a step back sometimes and yeah. and, and be able to hear and listen to what your family is saying and what your friends are saying and be able to get have that balance like you spoke about before. That's yeah. how you become successful. And, you know, it's interesting. I think I'm a little bit older than you, but I was saying to somebody the other day that when I grew up in the workforce, right, it was you, you just, you lived to work. It was 24 seven if it had to be right. I mean, you just, 
you know, it was you were given a project or you had to get the job done and you had your team and, you know, however that worked, but you did whatever you had to do to get it done and you worked as long as you needed weekends. I mean, I can remember working a lot, a lot of hours. And by the way, I still do. But um, today is a little bit different uh, in, in that sense. And so I think today's world, but also at the same time, I didn't have the chance to be at the table and give my feedback and give my ideas back then. Today, the fact that we have people who are at the table, we engage them in decision-making because we want to hear what they think and what they want their workplace to look like and what would make their lives easier, what resources do they need. Nobody cared about that, right, when I was started out. So leadership has changed so right. much. And we, so we've had to change with that. That's right. <laughs> I totally agree with you. It was a, it was a one-way street back then. I work seven days a week and I, and I still work, like you said, a lot, but it was, uh, it wasn't diverse. It wasn't inclusive. Uh, but now, you know, obviously we've all changed and, uh, and it's become a, a better world. It's become a better world, especially in my corporation where we have a lot of uh, diversity and inclusive leadership and we really push for that and I yeah. believe in it. So it's not, it's not something I don't believe in. I, I believe in it and I, and I believe in the people and I, and I think that's what makes it happen. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, and, and I say all the time, <clears throat> I know there are people that you know say, oh, these millennials and they want to be in this. And I'm like, gosh, there's so much we can learn from them. And I do learn from them every day, um, just as you said, as I do from my children and listening to my daughter who's 25 and she's now in the workforce. Right. What's important to her? And so we really do. Um, I, I think it's a much better world in that way because it is much more inclusive. So I agree with you. You know, I look down at your list of ingredients and, and it's so funny because when I read back to people, some of the things they mention, they're like, oh, wow, I never realized, right, all those ingredients were in there. But, you know, for you, it, it's your passion and your why, right, is about caring for people um, and uh, caring for the organization, your passion for just care in general. Um, you talked about engaging others, employees, engaging with your peers to learn from them. You talked about gratitude, communication, both communication going outward, but also listening, right? The other side of communication, respect, hard work, mentors, right? And helping to build people's confidence and also having mentors for yourself so that you continue to grow. Um, and I love the whole the initiatives that you're starting, which to me says you are a woman of initiative, right? Don't don't wait for somebody else to start women of Walgreens, go out and do it, right? And I love that about you. Um, having that support system, both at home, you talked about your mom, and the support system at, the, at, at Walgreens, right? Uh, that's built in. And you would talk about, this is a really good one for us women, because we're not very good at this most of the time, asking for help. That's right. right. And saying, I need help if, if, you know, I've got this, but I could use some help here or there. We're not very good at that because we're so independent. Right. That's and we, right. Think, we think we're superwoman and we can do it all. <laughs> the um, sharing your feelings you talked about, which to me is authenticity. You said being transparent. Right. And also vulnerability. I've become so much more vulnerable as a leader. We do a book club and I'll say to my team, this is something I'm working on. Right. And so when they hear us say something we're working on growing as a leader, that gives them permission to say, OK, well, she's not perfect. So I, I can grow. Right. And I That's can right. so much I can learn. 
Um, that it's okay to fail and giving people second chances, including ourselves, because sometimes we give them to other people and we don't always give them to ourselves. Um, and, you know, as you said, learning from others and all of that. And that is quite an amazing uh, recipe for success. But the one thing I always ask people is what is your main ingredient? So my main ingredient is gratitude mm. because without gratitude, uh, I don't, you know, it's not, I, I'm very grateful of what people, I wasn't put in this place because of the work I've done. It's about every, everybody that has helped me. So that's what the main ingredient is. Yeah, I love it. You're absolutely right. And I think we have to practice gratitude every single day because we're, we're very fortunate. Um, yeah. We have all the things that we have and the people that we have and all of that. And I just love it. I mean, I would love, uh, and you and I will stay in touch, of course. And and I would love to have you. We, 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 we started last, uh, I guess about a year ago, our uh, girls program. And so this year we're going to do for the first time a, um, a kind of an empowerment uh, thing for our girls. We have girl scholarships. We specifically focus in on girls. As a woman, I truly believe that that we need to create those opportunities for them. Um, and our Circle of Wise Women mentor some of our young girls. But in March, when it's International Women's Day, we're going to do a Girls Rule the World uh, kind of event and companies with women like you uh, to come in and mentor with them, do workshops with them and, and all of those things. So definitely gonna call on you for that. I so, love it. I love yeah. it, please do. And I'll get my people, I will, we'll get a bunch of people and we'll yeah, definitely, I know. that's great. And you've got amazing women leaders in your circle. Yeah. So um, um, yeah, I need to get back involved in that one in particular uh, these days, it was just, with JA, I really limited what I was doing because I had to for a little while. But now that things are settling down, it's it's time for me to get back out. So thank you so much for sharing. I am so grateful uh, to have had this time with you and for our students and for our audience um, uh, and our followers to listen and hear your story. I, I think it's just your passion for what you do is, is, is inspirational. And thanks for being here. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. And thank you everyone for watching. Uh, next week on Tuesday, our show will be with Marcel Hayward. So I hope that you can join us as well. And thanks again for being with us today. Let's get cooking. Thank you. Bye, Georgia. Bye. Bye.